0: Hello, and welcome to the Generation 9-11 podcast. On September 9, 2021, nearly 20 years to the day of September 11th, 2001, 700 attendees, the New York Chapter of the United Federation of Teachers, and the law firm of Barish and McGarry, leading advocates for the 9-11 community, came together for an event to bring awareness to the 9-11 Victim Compensation Fund and World Trade Center Health Program. One of the speakers on that day was Laura Mooney, a 9-11 advocate who founded the Staten Island Multiple Myeloma Support Group after her husband was diagnosed with the condition. Multiple myeloma is a blood cancer that can be hard to identify. Here is Laura Mooney with her journey. First
1: and foremost, thank you for having me here today. I I want to ask a question. Who knows about multiple myeloma? Has anyone ever heard of it? A show of hands? Very small number. I'm not surprised. However, You should know that multiple myeloma is one of the designated cancers resulting from 9-11. And uh, my relationship with Barish and McGarry came about when they came out to Staten Island to visit with the local support group that my husband and I started about 13 years ago. We, um, as you know, Staten Island, the Forgotten Borough, as they call us. Well, guess what, folks? Many, many islanders lost their lives in 9-11, and many of them are still very sick. In fact, our local support group, we have a couple of members that uh, have qualified for the fund, and when Michael and his team came out, uh, he was able to interview people. We did a big advertising campaign, and people came from New Jersey, uh, Staten Island, and the surrounding area.
0: Hundreds of thousands of people were living, working, and going to school in Lower Manhattan after 9-11. Yet only about 30,000 civilians have registered for the World Trade Center Health Program. Barish & McGarry partners with groups like Laura's to spread awareness about these programs so hopefully more and more people sign up for the benefits they are entitled to as members of the 9-11 community. Families like Laura's have their entire world turned upside down when someone gets diagnosed with cancer. One of the things you can do now if you were in the 9-11 community is join the World Trade Center Health Program. Even if you are healthy today, register with the program and it will help you cover costs if and when that day comes. The government told people it was okay to go back into the city after the attacks, which turned out to be untrue. Now they are doing the right thing by covering the health costs for the people who are getting sick because of the toxins in the air and on the street during that time.
1: Multiple myeloma is a very uh, quiet disease. A lot of people don't know much about it, When my husband got that disease. We had never heard of it. The only person that we knew who ever had it was Geraldine Ferraro, the congresswoman, and she has since died of multiple myeloma. It is a blood cancer in the family with leukemia and lymphoma, just so that you know. And um, I just want to alert you to some of the symptoms because many of the people who uh, are down here after 9-11 may have multiple myeloma. It may be in a smoldering stage and you may not realize that you have it. And there are four um, symptoms that are very obvious that you should know about. They're called crab symptoms. See the calcium in your blood, high level of calcium, R for renal problems, A for anemia, and B for bone pain. Bone pain probably being the biggest. If you have any kind of back pain, you should always, always check it out.
0: Unfortunately, many people have missed their doctor appointments during COVID. But one of the number one pieces of advice for everyone in the 9-11 community from every speaker at this health event was to go see your doctor every year. Statistically, people in the 9-11 community which includes both first responders and civilians, are at a much higher risk of getting cancer. It's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. However, according to Laura, just going to the doctor is the first step. You also have to remember to advocate for yourself.
1: Now I've heard many people come up here today and and urge you to have an annual uh, physical exam, and I'm all for that. But I also want to say to you today, you must learn how to read your own blood work. Don't leave it up to someone else. Be your own advocate. Ask questions. Don't just say, have the blood work looked up? Oh, it's good, okay, bye, click. Guess what, folks? Learn to be your own advocate. It's very, very important. And as said earlier today, early diagnosis is key. Now, many people don't like support groups. They don't like to come, they don't wanna talk, they don't wanna share, but let me tell you this, it's one of the most valuable things you can do. And I don't care what illness you have, but I can assure you that every illness has a foundation. And always connect with the foundation. The International Myeloma Foundation is the organization that we are under. They teach, my husband and I, how to continue to keep the group going, how to do outreach, how to find new patients. And now that we meet on Zoom once a month, our group is exploding. I'm getting people from all over the city wanting to be a part of our group. We, we share stories, we learn things, and we would become like a really big family.
0: Many who were in Lower Manhattan when the World Trade Center fell and in the months that followed don't feel like these programs are for them. They weren't part of the cleanup crew, the first responders, or even in the building when it happened. That doesn't mean you weren't affected. Survivors deserve coverage as much as anyone else. The programs are there for you as well as the first responders. Laura's sister-in-law was one of those people.
1: I also want to add a little uh, story uh, that I want to tell you today about my husband's sister, Maureen. Maureen traveled downtown Manhattan uh, working uh, after 9-11. She took the ferry over, and she traveled through the area. Well, guess where she is today? She's at the Mayo Clinic. She had a double lung transplant 30 days ago. (coughs) Uh, And she also had, by the way, skin cancer. So when she first told me about this, I said, Maureen, You've got to call Baruch and mcgarry you, you were down there you Don't walked through that area for months Thank you. and she did and she actually had to get two witnesses and one of the gentlemen that she traveled with guess what he has leukemia and he never filed a claim so she got in to file a claim as well so you know who knew that this would happen to her she retired she moved to florida she thought life was great and here she is barely surviving let me tell you if she survives this will be a miracle she's been in the icu for 32 days okay waited almost a year to get these lungs and she was lucky to to be able to do that i'm hoping that if she doesn't get money at least she gets health benefits because the list of prescriptions that she has that was given to me nine drugs anti-rejection antiviral antibiotics these are lifetime drugs they're not just weekly drugs. She will be on these drugs for the rest of her life, and they are expensive. So I'm hoping, with the help of Barry Gary, that this claim will be, will, be, will be processed and that she will benefit from it because she deserves it. So we meet, uh, the Staten Island Multiple Myeloma Group, we meet once a month on the second Wednesday of each month. If you need more information, please stop by and see us. But as I said, folks, my most important message is learn to read your blood work. Thank
0: you for coming today. As Laura said, advocating for yourself is hard, but it can be the difference between life and death. So remember, if you lived, worked, or went to school in Lower Manhattan, south of Canal Street, any time between September 11, 2001 and May 30, 2002, you are eligible for the World Trade Center Health Program, and possibly the victim compensation fund. You can sign up for yourself or you can contact Bearish and McGarry and they can help you through the process. Be sure to follow the podcast at gen911pod on Twitter to stay updated on any future episodes. You can listen to us wherever you find podcasts and we'll see you next time.